Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and it's such a pleasure to be here with you all today. Today in this episode, we're going to answer a question that I receive quite often, and that is, what do I choose to invest the money that I earn in my business into? I'm really excited to answer this question, and for those of you who have been around with me for a while listening to this podcast, you know that I am a big reinvestor back into my business. So today I'm going to use this as an opportunity to explain why I have made the decision to reinvest most of the money that I earn in my business back into my business rather than investing into any other assets or income streams outside my business. I'm really excited to dive into this topic because I think it's really important for us to talk about money and to talk about investing so that we can make good informed choices. Now, in saying that, I want you to know that I am not a financial advisor and this episode is not intended to be financial advice in any way. So please only take what I'm saying as my own personal story, reasons and experience. And then please take that with your own experience and decide what's right and true for you. I'm also going to talk about the most common objections that I hear to investing into your business and how to start overcoming these no matter who you are. I'm so excited to dive into this episode, but before we do that, I also want to give all of you an update on what's been happening with my travel situation since our last episode. So where I left you all, I was still in Byron Bay and I was about to head to Queensland. However, Brisbane, which is the capital city in Queensland, went into lockdown because of, you guessed it, a coronavirus outbreak. So actually, that same coronavirus outbreak then made its way to Byron Bay, which was very fascinating for me to observe. And so I had decided that I would head back to Sydney because I had been feeling like I wanted to go back to Sydney for a few days and we decided I'd go back and then we would go back to Queensland and hopefully all of this would just be over by that stage so that we could continue on with the holiday that Lou and I had planned uh, up north of Brisbane in a place called Noosa, which is a coastal town that lots of people recommend. And so we just thought, okay, hopefully this will all work out. So I ended up going back to Sydney, which was so beautiful because I wanted to go back to Sydney, but it didn't seem like a realistic or sensible or logical step to take, seeing as I'd already planned to go to Queensland earlier and I was going to go to Queensland later. So the coronavirus situation gave me the ammunition I needed to decide, okay, I'll go back to Sydney. And it was so lovely because I got to spend some time with Lou. I got to be back in my home, which is always nice after you've been traveling. And I got to also repack my bags that I can go back with a smaller bag with different clothes because the weather is starting to change. And it all just flowed really beautiful. Now, Really beautiful. I mean, really beautifully. And now Byron Bay is actually in a mini lockdown. And as it's as it's turned out, 
Brisbane is now out of lockdown. So interestingly, I could have actually done everything that I had planned because it all like came out of lockdown right at the time I would have been arriving in Brisbane. However, these circumstances allowed me to go back to Sydney and have some fun enjoying my home and being with Lou there. So I just wanted to share that with you all because as we know, our inner voice is always flowing us in the perfect direction. My inner voice had said, go back to Sydney for a bit and I ignored it and then circumstances unfolded so that I ultimately decided to make that step anyway. So if you are sitting here and receiving guidance from your inner voice to do something that doesn't make any sense, it's always nice because there's no lose situation. If you decide not to go ahead, the circumstances will just play out and unfold so that you, in hindsight, understand why your inner voice was leading you somewhere else. And I always love that because I either learn by taking the step my inner voice tells me to take, or I learn through not taking it and then in hindsight, realizing what it was doing. So there we go. Now let's dive into all things, how I choose to invest the money that I make in my business. So up until quite recently, almost all of the money that I made in my business, I decided to reinvest that money back into my business. The reason for this is that Quite early on in my business journey, I received advice from some business mentors that I look up to who have incredibly financially and philanthropically successful businesses that it's wise to reinvest into your business in the form of support, guidance, and that could be in terms of coaching support, learning business skills, or getting people onto your team to support you in your business. And so I'd learned that this was something that was recommended to do as soon as possible and not to wait until you were earning a certain amount of money before you do that. So I knew quite early on that I wanted to really make it a habit that whatever money I made, I invested as much as I could of that money back into my business. And these were the reasons that really had me sold on this idea. So first of all, I realized that investing into my business was the best return on an investment possible out of all the possible investments out there. I realized that if I invested in property, if I invested in shares or stocks, if I invested in another income stream, none of that would compare to the potential return on investment I could make in my business. And the reason for this is I realized that having a business meant having no glass ceiling, no ceiling at all, no ceiling on myself. As long as I was willing to continue to learn and grow and to be uncomfortable and to allow myself to move beyond the limits of my mind, I knew that I would only continue to grow in terms of the financial success I would experience in my business. And thankfully, I had so many amazing business mentors around me who were showing me an example of people who were earning millions of dollars annually in their businesses. And instead of looking at those people, 
and thinking that there was something really special about them that wasn't special about me. I looked at those people and thought, if you can do it, I can do it too. And so I used those people to expand me. They inspired me. They showed me what was possible in not only a business, but in a business about personal and self-development. So I saw that every time I invested in my business, I was actually investing in the potential of my business, this multi-million dollar company that I know is only a matter of time that I will be creating and experiencing. The reason that I know it's only a matter of time is that I know that intention is everything. I know that as long as I intend to keep growing, then it's for sure that I will. So needless to say, I made decisions from a place of possibility and potential rather than from a place of I need to let my current circumstances dictate what I can spend my money on. And I feel that was a really, really wise decision. In addition, I also saw the return on investment potential of not only the financial side, but also the professional and personal development that I would have through investing in my business. Now, before I go into this point, I want to talk about the types of things that I invested into. Some of those things include coaching support. I knew that I needed coaches to help me manage my mind as I knew the only thing stopping me from moving forward and growing and creating the success I desired had little to do with the strategy or how to run a business. It was mostly to do with how to overcome my own mind, which really didn't want me to succeed or step into the unknown, which is a requirement of being in business. And so I knew I needed support managing and up-leveling and expanding my mind. So coaching support in all sorts of ways, whether it's masterminds, group programs, one-to-one coaches or courses, I knew would be something really worthwhile investing in my business. In addition, I also knew that investing into courses and coaches and programs that showed me how to do the things I wanted to do, not only to provide me with a pathway, but to provide me with the best pathway for me, something that would feel good, something that would be sustainable, and something that would give me the results in a time frame that I wanted those results. I realized that I could spend countless hours researching and investigating how to do all of the things I needed to learn how to do to create the business I had in my vision, or I could one at a time learn how to do these things myself in a fast-tracked way by bringing on the support of people who have already done it, who I admire who have already done it, and who would also make it a much more fun journey for me, seeing as I'd feel supported, I'd have community with me, and I wouldn't feel like I was alone. 
I also realized that having this support would also take me from doing kind of an average job to doing something that was really successful and something that I felt proud of. And I knew that that was important so that I would keep moving forward because what I'm creating here is my legacy after all. So I want it to be something that I'm truly proud of. The next thing I knew I wanted to invest my money into was also to bring on team support. So this might include coaching support such as business coaches or marketing coaches or feminine power coaches, leadership coaches, whatever I felt like I needed at the time. But it also, or rather and, it also included team support. So people who would help me with the things that I needed to do in my business. Some of these people might be experts in their fields, like people who are helping me with funnels and those technical things or my website or photography or videography, or it might be people who would actually help me to do the day-to-day work. That might include virtual assistants. It might be marketing people. And I just knew that if I got people to support me with these things, that I would be more likely to stick around and to be able to get all of the things I knew I needed to do done without feeling super rushed and then resentful of my business because of all the things I needed to do. So what I did right from the beginning is I would just decide how much money I had to invest in this kind of support. And then I would go and look for someone who could help me on a project basis, could help me on a specific project over a certain amount of hours and time at an hourly rate that I could afford. And then as I began to make more money in my business, I then brought on support more permanently. I would hire someone regularly for a certain amount of hours each week. And as my business has continued to evolve, it's just meant that the amount of hours and the kind of quality I can afford to pay for has just been able to increase. It also means I've been able to have more people on my team who are experts within their field. And this has taken some of the burden of the work off me, but also allowed me to get support from people who know what they're doing. And that has therefore, again, made the journey so much more fun so that I'm not alone. And I'm also creating things at a great level that I'm proud of rather something that isn't that I'm not proud of at all. In addition to these things, I've also invested in software that will make things more automated, uh, programs that just make things more streamlined and that really help with the back end of managing all of the amazing people that I work with. I've also invested in, of course, courses, so learning how to do things that next projects have got in my business and fast tracking that time and also in advertising. Now, this is something I've only invested in more recently, and I haven't invested tons of money into advertising, but now I do invest a proportion of what I earn into my advertising fund, and I use that to help me reach more people than I can reach organically. And I do this because it's a really quick way to get my message to more people and to really up-level the way that I'm using the platforms that I like to use anyway. 
So as you can see, there are lots of different things to invest in when it comes to your business. Now, there is one other category that I'll mention, but I also want to provide a disclaimer when I talk about this one. So I also, of course, invest in certifications. When I first started my business, I invested in a life coaching certification with the Beautiful You Coaching Academy. At the time, that felt like a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of attention, but I decided to do that because I really wanted to be certified as a coach so that I could support the people that I wanted to support to move forward and create a life that they really loved. Now, after completing that certification, even though I had so much experience by that stage of supporting people in a coaching and consulting capacity, because that was something I had been doing in my job pretty much my entire career, and also something that came really naturally to me. And of course, I had changed my own life. So I had my own personal experience, which I believe outweighs absolutely everything. I still found myself designed to get certified in all the things. Now, those of you who are multi-passionates and especially those of you who are manifesting generators in human design like I am, you know that there's an endless list of things that you want to do, that you want to learn, that you want to become certified in. But Very quickly on, I realized that unless I learned how to sell and how to serve through my selling my clients so that I could actually serve them, I wouldn't be putting to use any of the certifications that I had anyway. I also realized that my desire for more certifications also came from a place of desiring more permission slips. I knew that I didn't really trust myself. And that was half of the reason, if not more, of why I wanted another certification, i.e. another permission slip. And I had this realization because I felt so confident in my ability to support my clients before I finished my coaching certification. And I was working with some of my clients already. We were going through a uh, like a pro bono package where some of the sessions were free and the other sessions were at a very low nominal rate. And I was so confident in my ability to support those people. But I kept starting to tell myself this story that I would feel more confident or I would be better better once I had completed certification, even though we'd already completed all of the actual training on the coaching process itself. And once I got my certification and I graduated, I realized I like I felt elated for a moment and I felt this gave me a really like a surge of confidence. But then I was still left with myself and I realized it's me that has to give myself permission. It's me that has to see myself as valuable with where I am right now so that I can serve people using the gifts that I already have and the certification I've already acquired. That was a really big learning for me. So I decided there and then that I wouldn't complete any other certifications until I had learned how to show up and be seen, how to share my message and how to bring on people who are in my community into working with me as one of my clients. I realized that learning how to sell and speak to my community and have the 
the confidence to show up and be seen was the most important thing that I could invest into to actually start serving my clients. So that's when my attention shifted from certifications to really investing in learning the skill of being in business and up-leveling my mindset. And I'm so glad I did that because the return on investment has just continued to grow and grow and grow. Now, the reason I also decided to make it a priority to reinvest into my business is because I also knew that bringing on support, whether it was courses or coaches or team members, would help me with my desire to create a sustainable business. I knew that while I had potentially 24 hours every day if I didn't sleep to work on my business, that that was absolutely not the kind of business I wanted to create. I wanted to create a business that would honor my body, that would allow me to thrive as a woman. And so I knew that I wanted to be able to take time off to look after my beautiful body. I knew I wanted to take time off when I had my period. I knew that I wanted to get a good night's sleep every night. I knew that I needed to move my body and have time with friends and allow myself to do other things that light me up, like travel or yoga classes or some other hobby, getting outside for a nice walk. And so I knew that actually the amount of time I had was not 24 hours a day, but a lot less than that. And so I saw that with my big vision, I either had two choices – to focus on fewer things at once, which is a good idea as well, but also to bring on that support so I could fast track some of those projects and not waste time in tasks that didn't bring me a lot of pleasure. Now, I'm actually a, in terms of human design, I have a one in my profile. I'm a one four. And the one, people who have a one in their profile number love investigating. That's how we learn. We Our internal process of investigating something is how we learn. And so I do love researching and investigating, but only to a certain degree, right? I also get kind of bored by things quite quickly. So I know I've only got a certain amount of time before my interest <laughs> is lacking and I want to move on. I also knew that while I love researching, I really love listening to people. I love hearing people's experiences. I love learning from people that I admire. So I knew that the way that I love to research and investigate, i.e. doing the homework (laughs) that these people tell me to do and then learning from myself as a result of that was the best way for me to learn. So I also knew that taking these courses or working with coaches would help me to save time and bring on that support so that I could create a sustainable business. In addition, as I kind of touched on before, I knew that the quality would take me from maybe not good at all to okay to pretty good because I was learning from people that I thought were doing an amazing job. So I knew they'd be able to tell me insider tips that would be kind of hard to find even if I was to try and Google it and go through all the free stuff on YouTube and the internet and all of the things. In addition, I knew that having support along my business journey would make the journey way more fun. 
As many of you know, being a business owner can feel quite lonely. And that can stem from the fact that a lot of us are doing most of our work and engagement with other humans online, so through a computer screen. And that's something that for a lot of us, we're not used to. We go to school and we're around people, then we might work somewhere. And most of those jobs are in person where we're connecting with people all day. So to go from that, even if you are introverted and long for the days where you can work by yourself, it is quite an adjustment. And then on top of that, suddenly you have a business that you feel you're the sole person responsible for. And so when there's no one on your team, whether that's a coach or people who are working for you on your team or contractors, it can feel quite lonely without having other people behind the business. Just think about when you work for an employer, you've got all of these people who also work for the company. And so that means you're all in it together. You know what it's like to be behind the scenes of the company. But when you're starting your business and growing your business and it's just you, it feels like, hey, where's all the people on my team? And so loneliness is a very common thing. And I knew that bringing on coaches and people to support me on my team would make the business journey so much more fun because I wouldn't feel alone. They'd be able to help me with making decisions and just to have that sense of camaraderie along the business journey. In addition, I also realized that business was my best opportunity for personal development. Because being in business would put me constantly in the unknown and and with so many potential avenues for growth, I knew that I would always be in that unknown and growth phase of my life. And so as a result of that, my mind would be required to up-level to allow me to experience that unknown creative potential. So I knew that investing into my business to help me to continue growing would not only support the business to grow, but also myself as a human to grow. I would learn not only about the business, I'd also learn about myself and what I need to thrive as the business owner. I also realized that investing into my business in this way also meant that I was taking myself and my vision for the business seriously. You've got to think about this. If you really trust yourself and if you really believe in your vision, for instance, for me, it's that I can have a multi-million dollar business that generates multi-millions of dollars every single year in order for me to trust making investments into my business with that future in mind, I had to be able to believe that that is actually possible for me. I also had to believe in myself that I would allow that kind of growth. And this is what I see as the real thing that stops every single person when we're thinking about making investments. The question isn't really whether I'll get my return on investment, whether this is going to work for me. The real question our mind puts to us is, can we really do it? Can we really trust ourselves to do it? Because we know that it's not about what we do. The strategy is the easiest part. We know it's about whether we can trust ourselves to allow ourselves to continue to grow and expand, to allow the success we want. 
This can feel kind of daunting and it's the reason so many of us say no to the things we know that will support us. The way that I love to get over this is to remind myself that I am responsible for whether I get a return on investment on every single thing I invest in. That responsibility is 100% on me and it's not about whether I can, it's about the intention I take with me when I invest. My intention is always that this will support me to grow. I believe that completely and because of that, I always get a return on my investment. Because I also take full responsibility for whether I get a return on investment, this also bulletproofs me because it means it puts all of the control and the power into my hands. It actually doesn't matter what support I ultimately get. It doesn't even matter what guidance I get. I will always use that opportunity because of my powerful intention to use whatever it is I'm investing in to support me to grow. I also know that it takes a village to raise a baby and so it takes a village to raise a business. Expecting myself to do it all on my own is just silly. It's kind of a result of our patriarchal system we live in, which is like, hey, everyone, sink or swim, you're on your own. I don't believe in a world like that. I believe in a world where I can make money by helping people, supporting them to live their best life. And by doing that, I can then also provide income for other people who want to support a business that supports people to live their best life. I love the ecosystem I've created in my business where I'm able to circulate wealth in such a positive way and create more abundance for our whole community. I love that I get to share my clients' work. I love that so many of my clients find clients through me. I'm a connector. I'm also a number four in my human design, which is all about those intimate relationships. And the final reason I decided to reinvest as much money as I could back into my business is because I know that if I'm not investing in myself, why would anyone invest in me? One of the biggest mistakes coaches make is not receiving coaching. And it's the same as if you're in any other field or industry. I remember when I was studying psychology, people used to laugh that psychologists would have psychologists. Now I realize that that would be so silly if you didn't have a psychologist, if you are a psychologist. It means you believe in the service, in the value of the service. And if you don't think that you're willing to invest in, like you don't deserve to have guidance and support and all of these things, and that is what you're selling to people, then that's an incongruence, right? You're not going to have people believing it if you're not doing it for yourself because you're not a walking example of what it is you're selling. I love this one, right? So it actually is of service to my clients making sure I am getting the support I need for my business, right? Especially as a business coach. And it's the same for you. If you're a coach, get coaching. If you're a healer, go get some healing. If you are a creative, 
Make sure you've got support with your creativity, right? Allow yourself to be supported because then it shows that you believe that you deserve that and others do too. So for me, as I consider all of these reasons, for me, it was an absolute no-brainer to reinvest as much as I could back into my business. It was a no-brainer because I knew that I would have a return on investment every time because of the intention that I put into every investment. And I also knew that I would, in comparing to any other field, any other asset, including property, I, my return on investment financially could not match the potential return on investment of my business, which again is sure to happen because the only reason it couldn't is if I quit on it. It's just a matter of time. So my beautiful friends, they are all of my reasons why I reinvest as much money as I can back into my business. Now, when I first started my business, of course, the total amount I invested into the business was lower than the amount that I invest today. However, in terms of the percentage, the amount of money I invested was a lot higher at the beginning of my business and really only up until last year because I started making so much more money. So I've had way more money that I can take out and use for my own personal use. But still, I invest a lot of money into the business and I intend to keep it that way because that is what will keep me and the business growing. Now, I also want to deal now with some common objections about investing. The first, of course, is what if I don't get a return? As I mentioned before, that's just not possible if you go in with the intention of growth, of growing. And you can specifically say of seeing a financial return on investment, or you might want to put it as something more holistic. And I love that because we know it's all about the intention that we put in, because what happens? Then our brain looks for ways to realize that potential. It looks for ways to see that, to notice opportunities. So instead of going into a program and looking for all the reasons why you shouldn't have invested into the program, instead your mind looks for all the reasons why this was a great decision. And you're sure to find them because all of those possibilities are there. The next question or objection that a lot of people have when considering investing is that we think that we can only invest once we start making money. Now, this is really, really difficult because the problem is that we usually don't start making money until we actually learn how to build a business, how to sell. There's so much to learn, how to create our programs, how to validate our offers. And so we fall into this trap of waiting to earn money before we will actually invest into the business instead of learning the sure thing that you need to learn to share those amazing certifications you've just invested in and to serve the people that you're here to serve. Selling, my beautiful friends, is serving because when we sell, we sell people on why their vision matters. We sell people on why their desires matter. We sell people on why and how you can help them with that vision and with that desire. So if we're not able to allow ourselves to show up and be seen and share that message with the people who we know want the things that we can help them with, 
We can't serve anyone unless we can do that. So sales and being able to create offers that really support your clients and having just the foundational pieces that allow you to actually work with people and be seen online and be able to connect and grow a community. These things are essential so that you can actually get to work serving. So I know that then an objection might be, well, I just don't have the money. So I'm actually going to give you some ideas after I finish the next two objections that I've got to chat with you about. I'm going to give you some some, um, ideas for how you could actually start to invest before you've actually made any money. And also, even if you don't have any money to spare right now, as in savings or something like that. The next objection is I need permission from someone else. Now, many of you know, I most commonly work with women and some of those women are in relationships and like me believed that they need to have permission from their partner to invest into their business before they make the decision to invest in their business. Now, I learned kind of early on, but it did take me a while to get this, that asking for permission from my partner before really fully deciding and taking the responsibility for making that decision myself was actually something that was getting in the way of me with the return on investment that I wanted and also getting the most out of the investments I wanted to make. The reason for this is, is that usually when we want permission from someone else, which we might say is just us asking for approval because we're using joint funds or because a lot of that, those funds are from our partner's income, we actually want the permission. We want our partner to say, yes, I agree that this is something that you should invest in. And the reason we want that is because we don't fully believe it ourselves. We're not fully willing to back ourselves, right? We don't want to bet on ourselves. We don't want to take responsibility for betting on ourselves. So we go to our partner to be like, hey, can you bet on us? Can you give me the permission that I can't give myself the permission for? And the reason that that doesn't, isn't very effective is that you don't come from a place of empowerment with the, with the investments that you make, right? So it's like, it kind of leaves the opportunity for guilt to come in after you make an investment. It also means that you sort of show up like half in, right? Because it's not you who has fully backed yourself. So I always recommend that before you make any decisions about what you want to invest in, even if it does, if it is a situation where it's joint funds you'll be using, make that decision 100% from yourself first. Make it from a place of self-trust And then let your partner know all the reasons why you're making this investment. Do not ask it from a place of I need permission. You have to be able to sell your partner on why this is a good investment for you. So you'll only be able to do that if you sell yourself on the investment before you sell anyone else. Now, this brings me to another objection, which is really about self-trust. So this question, what if I don't get my return? I already mentioned about how we make sure we get that return, but I want to dive into it a little, a layer deeper. 
The reason that we really ask that question from a deeper level is because we don't believe that we can trust ourselves to get the results. And so we make decisions from this place of not trusting ourselves. And then that's how we just stay stuck and in the past and recreating what we've already created before. When you are actually, whenever you're growing or want to expand, you've got to make the decision from the place as if you've already expanded. That's how we move into different places, right? That's how we expand. So the decisions need to be made from that future version of yourself rather than from where you are today. And a really beautiful way to do that is just to ask yourself, if I really trusted myself, if I trusted my vision, what would I decide? And that will help you with the conversation with partners and, but most importantly, the conversation you have with yourself. Finally, another common objection is, I hear this so often, I've already invested in a business course or working with a business coach. And so that that question tells me that that person believes that in that one course or that one coaching program that they've learned everything there is to learn about being in business. And first of all, that's impossible because there is so much to learn about being in business. And my recommendation is to learn like one step at a time. So be where you are and learn the things you need to learn for where you are now. And then when you need to learn the next thing, go and learn the next thing. So it's a journey that it's impossible. You can't learn all of the things you need from one course. The next thing is though, is that the biggest reason why we make these investments, whether it's a course or coaching or some other container, a mastermind, whatever it is, is for the container it provides you for the growth that you want. Every time you start something new, you're opening up a new energetic container to hold that future that you want for yourself, to step up in some way. And so that container is created energetically and it's created every time we have that container to support us along the journey. So we need to focus on the journey rather than, okay, I'm just going to learn everything right here and right now. And then that's going to set me up for the rest of my entire business. You could learn everything now and you will still need support along your business journey because you've got a mind and that's the way it is, right? We need that community and that support to help us keep expanding. So I highly recommend allowing yourself to invest in your business and to really make it a priority. Of course, what that looks like for each of us will be personal. What we see as, you know, personal expenses that are things that we can't live without are going to be different for all of us. But what I'm saying here is that from what I did was invest every single dollar I could back into my business And that was because I knew that it was a no brainer for me to do that. Now, here are some tips for how to overcome some of these objections. And but most importantly, like when you feel like you don't have money to invest, the first is to really understand the cost to you of not investing. You've got to understand that when you don't invest, it means that you're costing yourself time, you're costing yourself energy, and you're also most likely costing yourself money because chances are you're going to do things in a very roundabout way and it's you're missing out on all of the income you could have been earned during that time and also all the better places that energy could have been spent. So that cost to you can be very high. 
The next is you really want to decide how you want to invest and what you want to invest in. My suggestion is to make sure you learn the skill of being in business, learn how to create a business foundation, how to create an offer, how to sell, how to validate your offer so that you then have something that is selling that you can scale from, right? The issue is, is that it's not a one size fits all on how you do that. And that is why coaching support and containers and different suggestions and actually doing the work and having support on mindset is essential, right? You will learn as you go. You're going to try something. It's not going to work. And then you're going to need support to help you as you figure out what the next step is. And most importantly, you're going to have to manage your mind because your mind is going to tell you that you're a failure, even though you're not. (laughs) And you're going to want to get up and do it again until you figure out how to actually sell the thing. In terms of where you get this money from to invest, Obviously, if you've got any savings, use some of it. If you've got income from another job, use it. See your job as actually funding the business and the future that you're you're setting yourself up for. If you don't have either of those things and um, and also you're not, not making enough money in your business to invest in the things that you want, consider getting a loan, right? It could be from a family member. It might be some other low interest loan. You've just got to think about what the cost is of not doing it and then how that relates to whatever the interest is on whatever loan you get. Additionally, you could sell something. You could go and get a job. You could earn, get a part-time job. You could, if maybe you're a consultant and you've got, now you're setting up your coaching business or something, you could go and have one client, right? And cover what it is that you want to uh, invest in. So we are abundant. I'm sorry, but none of you aren't abundant. Your potential for being able to go and create money somewhere to make, to bring in that money to invest in your business is a possibility for all of you. You've just got to ask yourself whether you're willing to do it. I would always make decisions myself before consulting my partner. I'd always make the decision from if I trusted myself, what decision would I make? And the reason we do it from that place as well is because we want to manifest our vision, right? (laughs) So when we manifest, it's all about making decisions from the energy as if we already have the thing that we are calling in. So if I trusted myself, what decision would I make? And we always get a return when we go in with an intention to have a return. I believe it's episode 103 where I also speak about how I make sure I always get results in my coaching, like when I work with someone. uh, And I highly recommend checking that out if you haven't already. So there we go, my friends. That is a long episode all about investing and why I choose to invest so highly in my business. I want to invite those of you who want to learn how to create a business foundation, how to validate your first offer and how to thrive as the CEO, body, mind and soul of your business to definitely look at investing into my signature program and community, Create Your Beautiful Biz. Not only do you get a roadmap of all the how, including how to self-coach and manage your mind and work with your cycle and your human design and your inner voice and all of the practical steps of setting up a website and a brand and an offer and selling and 
all of the things. It's a very comprehensive program. You also have a lifetime community that you're a part of. So whenever you've got questions along your business journey, you have a space and a place to go and ask those. And in addition, you'll also be enrolled in all of the live rounds we have of the program. So whenever we do a live round, it means that we have an opportunity to go through all of the modules together and there are live coaching and Q&A calls. And you'll be enrolled into that at no extra cost to you. Now, if you're listening to this at the time that I air this episode, I've got to say it's kind of a no brainer time to also invest in Create Your Beautiful Biz if you've had your eye on it for a while. It's actually available at the cheapest price I've ever offered it for. And that's because right now we aren't in a live round where there's coaching and Q&A support, but I will be doing that again. And I'm also investing a lot of time and energy and my own money into up-leveling Create Your Biz into an even newer version, which I like to do regularly. Based on everything, I continue to learn about my clients as I support them. And so you'll be enrolled into that newer version at no extra cost to you as well. And when I do roll that out, which will hopefully be in the next couple of months, it will be at a higher price tag and most likely a significantly higher price tag because this program is worth a lot more than I'm currently offering it for. So if you want to start making money as a business owner and in a way that is sustainable, that you actually enjoy in a way that's creative and fun and have an awesome community who are just like you, who want to do business holistically, go and check out Create Your Beautiful Biz. You can enroll today and start diving into all of the material and stop spinning in circles. You can go to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash CYBB and sign up today. Now, if you've already got your business foundation in place, you've already got an offer validated that you're making money in and you're ready to scale that, then what you can do is get on the wait list for uh, my holistic business mistress mind, which is my annual mastermind. Doors will be opening to that to the wait list only in August of this year. So if it's something that you would like to be considered and apply for, please make sure you put yourself on the wait list so that I can get in contact with you when the doors open. The mistress mind is my signature program for taking you to six figures and beyond. I love this program. Program so much. And really, I feel that Create Your Beautiful Biz is a precursor to this because you really want to understand all of the things we go through and create your beautiful biz so that you can then really like blow your business up when we go into the mistress mind together. So if you want to get your name on the wait list for the mistress mind, go to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash mistress mind. And otherwise, I hope that this episode was really, really helpful for all of you. I'm super excited to hear your thoughts on whether you agree that investing into your business is the best thing that you could be investing your money into right now. And I'd love to continue this conversation over on Instagram at Letitia Ringe. Otherwise, my beautiful friends, I will see you in our next episode. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharinj.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. 
I'll see you there.